for my yoke is easy and my burden light. Those are extraordinary words to be read whenever we're looking at Jesus' yoke, which is the cross. How can we call that easy and light? What is Jesus thinking? Is he being honest? The answer, of course, is yes, but how? And he says that if we take his yoke upon us, then we will find rest for ourselves. But I think we're all caught between the excruciating experience of the cross and of suffering and of our own attempt to find rest. And by that, I mean we go on vacation. Vacation is exhausting and not restful. We need a vacation day from our vacation. And then we just hope to come back more rested, but we're actually more drained. We're kind of caught in between this tension, which is true. Is it our idea of rest? Or perhaps is Jesus right? That if we take on his cross, we will find rest. Of course, Jesus, as I said earlier, is not being dishonest. And at the same time, he is revealing something that only little ones can know. He's saying that if we desire to find rest in taking on suffering that we don't deserve, suffering of the cross, we have to be little. Why? Because of course the cross is heavy. It's not light. And objectively, it is hard. But the way in which Jesus carries the cross is light, and it is easy. Because he is the little one sent from the Father. He goes on to talk about what it is that makes him the child of the Father. He has received all things from the Father. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. You know when, like, your little kid and you say, like, oh, yeah, like, come over to my house, you know, or, like, look at this truck that, like, that we have, you know? It's like, you didn't buy that house, you know? That's not your truck. That's your dad's truck. That's your dad's house. Is that there's this similar idea, disposition of a child, that he knows that everything that his father has, he has as well. He knows that all things belong to him, and also all things that his father does work for his good. Which means as well that whenever Christ takes on his suffering, he knows that it works for the good of the church. And so there's no sense of running away. No sense of tiredness. Another thing about being a child, about being a little one, is the child knows that he can be poor because all things belong to the Father. He only needs the Father. The child knows that he can have a poverty of heart, that he doesn't have to store up for himself every little experience, he doesn't have to squeeze everything out of every day. But rather, he knows that the Father has it in his best interest. Again, that all things belong to him. And so he can bear things with this trust, knowing again that all things work to the good of him because he loves his father. And then, lastly, 
he knows that not only does he not own physical property for himself, but even his uh, sense of identity, all of that comes from his father too. He doesn't have to go and define himself, hold on to some sense of reputation white, in a white-knuckled fashion where he's always looking like he has to defend himself. The child knows that he has his father to stick up for him. All of that to say, what is it then that causes the lack of rest? Is it work? And the answer, if we believe the scriptures, is an emphatic no. In the very beginning, when there was perfect rest, what was it that Adam and Eve were doing? They were working while resting. They were tilling the soil because God desired them. What kicked them out of rest then? Was it work? No, it was their shame. It wasn't even necessarily their sin. It was their shame that kicked them out of rest. It was whenever they decided to hide from God, whenever they put on fig leaves and desired to escape his presence, that is what causes the lack of rest. We live now in a world where we try to manufacture rest apart from God. Think about this. We know, for instance, that our eternal resting place is heaven, where we will contemplate God for the rest of eternity. And now we live in a society in which we can try to manufacture rest, but it happens in the exact opposite of contemplation. It happens through 10-second videos on TikTok that tickle the bottom of our brain stem rather than lead to contemplating the one who is eternally true. It is through contemplating the Lord. It is through revealing all things to him as a child knows that he can't hide anything from his father that we can come to a deep and abiding rest. So if we habituate ourselves into shameful activities, thinking that we're going to squeeze out rest because we think that reality is around us is burdensome, then we are acting out of an orphan mentality, not recognizing that the Father, even when we take on the cross, wills all things to our good so that we can rest with him now and in gladness and eternity.